I'm talking episode 102 for March 29th, 2020. This is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast, where I share my thoughts on a topic that has piqued my interest this past week. This week, we're talking isolation. I think last week I said I didn't want the COVID-19 virus to dominate all of my conversations and my microcast, and here I am again talking about a subject that is very much there because of the COVID-19 virus, and that's isolation. Um, I know that it is something that is impacting the world that we live in. It's an important topic, and so I don't really mind talking about it for a couple weeks in a row. The funny thing is that in my own personal life, I'm a bit of a loner, a stay-at-home guy. I don't really like to go anywhere. I like to be in my own bed every night. And this is the world that I long for communicating through computers or other such devices and being cooped up in the house that I like to be at that is the comforts of my home. And all of these things would lead people to think that I am in my element. And while that is true for me more than maybe my wife or others that I know, I also sometimes feel like that child who has been told not to touch something. And the fact that I've been told I can't go makes me want to go all the more, even though my norm is to stay put. And so I feel that that is part of the world that we live in as well, where even people who would like to stay home and prefer to stay home, when told to do so, all of a sudden feel like they've been restricted and they want to do the exact opposite. Isolation is really something that we as people of the United States at least, and other countries probably as well, are not used to. We're used to a freedom of movement. We're used to being able to go when we want to go. And especially when it comes to those who are close to us and the fact that we just can't get in the car and drive a couple hours to see our granddaughter, even though that is still an option, we're trying to maintain the isolation that has been put upon us it makes it difficult. We get a FaceTime, we get to do all these things to see her and interact with her, but it's not the same as holding her. And so with the use of our time and and places to go and vehicles available, having that restricted, even though we still have the ability to do some of those things, it just puts a different weight on us. It makes us feel a little more uncomfortable and it makes us feel restricted. And now we start to recognize the impact of isolation on people, people that have been either forced into isolation in a prison system, say, or maybe in an unforced isolation where people decide to live off the land and just move out and be away from people. Or we see Uh, those who are not accepted by society and have been isolated. And now we're starting to recognize that there's an impact that goes with that, something that changes in us. And it's something that is difficult to deal with sometimes. And, And so I think that helps us to be more aware of how other people might be feeling and this time of restriction and isolation. And so dealing with that is difficult at times. And 
not something we're used to and has an impact on us that some of us don't really like. So I have a couple ideas as I close this short version of my microcast on how to deal with isolation. None of what I'm about to say is new and probably things you've heard already as you listen to the news and the term isolation has been discussed maybe ad nauseum, but I just thought I'd throw my ideas out anyway. One thing I thought about is it's a time to catch up, something you've always wanted to do and never seemed to have the time to do. Now you can do that, and it might involve any of the following. Reading is a good idea, and there are lots of materials to read, and many people who have outlets for reading materials with the Apple Bookstore and Amazon and and others have made their material more available and a lot of it free, especially for children. Listening is a good activity because it helps you to focus on something else. And there are numerous audiobooks and podcasts and other things that you can listen to to learn. And music can often be part of that as well. But the nice thing is that we have opportunities to learn, and we can learn new things. We can learn about other people. We can learn about history, There's learn about future, whatever it is. But there's lots of opportunities to learn in the, in the isolation in which we find ourselves. And the most important thing, I think, is, is to draw closer to our God. And, and one of the best ways to do that is to pray. And That's not just talking to God, although that's what most people would say the word pray means, but it also is listening. It's also reading God's Word, all of those things that I talked about in just the last couple of minutes. And in that communication, you realize that you're really never alone. God is always with you. Until next week, this is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast.